Hi, and welcome to Bake Sale, the podcast featuring interviews with Kickstarter creators in the midst of kid-friendly Kickstarter projects. I'm talking here today with the members of the Atlanta band Girly Man, who are kickstarting a side project for a kid's album with their side project band, Django Jones. And so I'm talking today with all three members. I'm lucky enough to have all three members of the band joining me today, uh, Doris Murdamatsu, Nate Borofsky, and J.J. Jones. And so, Doris, Nate, J.J., welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Stefan. So, um, I'm so glad that uh, you have some time this morning to join me on the call. And so, I'm going to jump right in and ask the same question I ask of everybody that I interview, regardless of whether it's for... uh, this podcast or it's for the my main website or what have you and that is what are your earliest musical memories well my my earliest musical memories uh are my father playing uh, ragtime on the piano he he knew he had like a scott joplin songbook and he would play the entertainer and the maple leaf rag and things like that and i would just run around the hand the house dancing <laughs> Whenever I heard him play that. Okay. My earliest memory, I'm sure there are more than this, but I just distinctly remember buying the Synchronicity album from the police and listening to all the, you know, all the songs and trying to harmonize or trying to learn how to harmonize with Sting because he kept harmonizing with himself and I understand how it's happening. So very, to, very he's talented. Really talented. So I was trying to figure that out. Okay. JJ. Uh, I think mine is my parents had a friend who owned a record store, and I think I must have been three or four, so it was in the late 60s, but he gave me my first record, which was Susan from Sesame Street, so it was Susan Sings, and that song, The Shape of a Square, so I'd go around the house and find the shape of the square, (laughs) but I was so proud of that record, it was my very first one, he just gave it to me. Listed it one time, and I was like, "Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Susan, my hero." <laughs> there's, there's just a man. The Sesame. You could have a whole separate sort of interview or even podcast series on the great songs exactly. from Sesame Street, really? or Sting, or Scott Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just have a podcast uh, devoted to just those three topics. Um, so, I, I, as I mentioned at the top for the, the listeners uh, y'all are the uh, are the members of the band girly man and uh, i know that the band itself is currently on hiatus and so y'all are exploring a bunch of different projects and i was wondering if you could talk a little bit about uh django jones and, and why kids music why now well, um, when we were in Girly Man, we actually had a lot of um, kid fans, um, fans just of our music and three-part harmony and also some of the silly banter that we used to do between songs. And um, we also <laughs> used to do these improvised songs when one of us was tuning. Nate would just make up the, a tuning song, and it would just kind of pass the time, and he'd just, like, make it. It was totally, you know, off the cuff and made everyone laugh and Anyway, when we were touring, um, we did a folk festival in Canada, and there was a kids' band playing, and we were really taken by their music and how intelligent and clever and fun it was. Um, So we were just like, wow, that would be really great to just start writing kids' songs and, you know, see what could could happen with that. 
And so as the time went on after our hiatus, we just, we started, you know, just writing some songs and realized we had a lot of great material. So that was kind of the birth of Django Jones because we really wanted to put it out there. And so did you go back at all and think, oh, um, uh, we did you repurpose any old songs that you may have written or did you um, go and, or did you write everything from scratch? Were these all pretty much new songs? There, there's one song that I think is going to go on the album. That was a song that we played out as Girly Man two or three times, but then <clears throat> I remember specifically thinking, God, you know, it just kind of sounds like a kid's song. Like it's, I don't know if it really like fits exactly with what we're doing. It, you know, feels just, Maybe it's too like upbeat or too just too too unabashedly like happy sounding. So so that that obviously was a song that we we looked at when we started doing this. But most of the material has been written for this project. Yeah. So what sort of change in mindset did you need to do? I mean, what stretched you about writing the music for this album? Well. One thing that I that I sort of had in mind was that we had made a live CD as Girly Man, and there were a lot of these, as Doris said, tuning songs. They were improvised songs, songs that I never played before and have never played since, and, <laughs> and I don't remember them at all because we happened to record those shows. And they were very silly and very goofy and not even... Not even, you know, very uh, slickly put together as songs, but we had so many fans of ours who had kids came up to us and said, oh, my kids just want to hear the tuning songs. They just keep skipping all the other songs and going to the tuning songs. <laughs> and so there was something about that that I think we all have had in mind with this, which is that the more playful songs, that the, 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 there's something about the songs that we don't overthink, the songs that we... That, spontaneity. Yeah, to, to get some of that spontaneity that comes from just making up a song in front of an audience, which is... It, 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 it's a very scary thing. Yeah. And, totally. But, uh, you know, some of the songs are more thought out and some of the songs are just, you know, really quick and, you know, we just kind of write as fast as we can and think, well, you know do we like this? And as long as it makes us laugh or makes us feel something, you know, we've deemed it, you know, good enough to be on the album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting you'd use the word uh, stretch because I feel like in some ways, I think it was the other way around. Like this felt so freeing to do kids music, you know, because it really is sort of like anything goes. And I think that we, our personalities are very, I don't want to say childlike, but kid-like. <laughs> we are very childlike. You know, and so just, you know, we're really silly and goofy. And, and so it was like just letting all of that out, which felt really natural, you know. And um, that it was just um, kind of a natural evolution, I think, from what we had been doing before. Um, yeah, that it, it reminds me to some extent of the, um, you know, Bare Naked Ladies did a kid's album four yeah. or five years ago and you know sort of listening to the tuning song that was uh, that you posted on the kickstarter page it reminded me a lot of the uh patter or the songs that sometimes they would do in in uh, bare naked ladies concerts and when i interviewed one of the the members of of the band 
for their kids' album, they had a very similar comment that it was it was actually easier than they had anticipated, and it wasn't. They weren't re really necessarily stretching themselves. They were just sort of going down a, a, a songwriting path that you know they maybe hadn't fully explored or they just hadn't ex uh, fully developed. That it was just sort of part of their songwriting personality uh, amplified, and that they they were able to turn out that album fairly quickly, and it was not as difficult as they thought it, it might have been. Yeah, kind of just like imagining yourself as a kid and being like, I can do anything, and I can write anything, and what can we do today? And kind of sitting around and just letting things flow is really freeing, because, you know, when you're writing music for adults, it's like you're so self-conscious, you know, or, or at least I am, I'll speak for myself, and I'm like, is this a good enough metaphor, or... <laughs> Like conveying what I really want to say and like you know if you're writing a song about 206 bones in your body I think you're pretty much conveying what you want to say you yeah. know popcorn's pretty popcorn. straightforward yeah, <laughs> yeah did, did you feel like uh, sometimes uh, writing for adults you've got maybe a, a range of topics that might be about 20% of what you can write about yeah. and kids yeah. music sort of lets you tackle a lot of the other 80% of life yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. Okay. And, you know, another thing, you know, none of the three of us have kids yet, um, but, uh, but a huge number of our friends uh, and, and peers do. And it was, and as, as kids have been becoming more and more a part of our lives, we, we've sort of noticed the, the you know, like that, that there wasn't a lot of, kids music out there that kind of sounded like the music that we like to make and so there was something that we kind of it was kind of fun to take the musical ideas which are pretty similar to what we were doing in girly man or in any other incarnation mm -hmm. and and take that music and 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 apply kids topics kid-friendly yeah. lyrics to it mm -hmm. so uh i wanted to talk a little bit about the kickstarter project itself and and so like a lot of kickstarter projects you, you're offering music projects you're offering downloads and uh, copies of the album but i wanted to talk about some of the more unique items and so uh, doris you've done a kids book for the campaign and yes. so uh can you talk a little bit more about that sure um well nate's mom is an artist and she's always inspiring because she's always doing all these different kinds of books and stuff like that. And over Christmas, she um, sent out an email just basically saying like, here's a link to this, you know, a way to fold paper. So it would make five pages, a five page book. It's called a hot dog fold. Mm -hmm. So she just kind of like said like, it would be great if you tried this and, you know, sent it to me because she does like a, an advent calendar every year. So she's always sending us stuff. And she was like, I would love to see what you guys could do. So I was like, that's a really cool idea. And so I went to the web, you know, the link and learned how to fold the book booklet and just, you know, started messing around with little, I started with a cookie recipe because I was like, that's an easy thing to start with and I could illustrate it and draw it and, um, you know, have instructions and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh, that would be really cool to make like a little kid's book and so I've, I've got a couple ideas, but one of them is based on um, Nate's cat, whose name is Betsy, and my dog Django are best friends. And so I'm toying with the idea of having them do like a little um, disastrous 
cupcake fiasco in the kitchen. They're trying to bake mommy a birthday cake or a cupcake. And so they have to go through all these, you know, processes to figure out what the best recipe is, how to do it. And obviously they're a cat and a dog. So how successful are they going <laughs> But it's really cute and it's really fun. And it's also duplicatable. So it's like people could just Xerox it because it's just one sheet of paper. Cool. So I just thought it was a fun idea. Yeah, no, that is cool. And I, sh- I should note for listeners, uh, the name of the band, Django Jones, is actually named for your dog, your chihuahua mix, right, Doris? Right. Yes, and JJ's my partner, and we decided that his name sounded better with her last name than Django. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. It, it rolls off the tongue easier, at least. Um, and so uh, one of the other things I liked, you know, especially after listening to the um, – the tuning song, which I encourage listeners I, – of course, I obviously encourage all listeners to go to the Kickstarter page and, and check out the entire project. But certainly uh, to click on the song links and, and the, uh, the tuning song uh, is, is very amusing. And so essentially some of the awards you have for, I think, $250 uh, and, and, and on up in terms of various levels of rewards, you can essentially get a – a tuning song, so to speak, uh, of your very own. And so uh, how much prep goes into those tuning songs? Well, uh, in a live concert setting, uh, I would say zero prep goes into them. <laughs> but I think there would be more prep in these instances here. Um, but but we'd want to still... It's a funny thing to sort of write something like that uh, not on stage in front of an audience. But it what it... Uh, the trick is to, to to put a little bit more time into it, but still keep the spontaneity that comes from those live songs. Right. I mean, one of the things I I, I noticed just listening to that song was that it was definitely, you know, there's there's joy in the responses that you're getting from the audience and especially, you know, your fellow bandmates in terms of, oh, that was funny and <laughs> and reacting like that and. And then sort of the joy of, oh, my goodness, how, is, how are they going to pull this all together? And, and it actually does sort of wrap up at the end that, that if, if you have everything neatly planned out, you don't quite get that same level of, of joy, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and then let's see. The, uh, and also the paper cutting. I, I, beyond the sort of simple paper cut in the hot dog fold book, uh, you, Doris, are, are um, doing a lot more intricate paper cutting. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that I started um, last fall. And I'm not really sure how I got interested. I think I found a book that was, um, you could make paper cut cards. And I love writing letters and I love sending snail mail. So I was like, oh, this is a great idea. And so I would use some of the templates, but then I realized I could just, you know, learn how to do it myself, like freehand or otherwise. And so I started learning how to cut paper and I ended up um, using origami paper and folding it in half, drawing half of a design and cutting it out with an X-Acto knife. And you come out with, you know, it's kind of like a snowflake, but it can be whatever you want. Usually animals, I like to do a lot of animal themes. So um, they're really fun to do, and they're just, um, they can be complex and simple at the same time because you're just using paper and a knife, essentially. 
So I've offered that as one of our rewards as well. And of course, uh, uh, you have the album itself. And, and again, as I, I said earlier, I do encourage uh, listeners to go check out the link, the project itself, and I'll have the links to all the um, uh, to all these items in the show notes. And of course, you can just go to Kickstarter and search on uh, Girly Man or Django Jones. You're probably going to be uh, better able to spell girly man than you are <laughs> Django Jones initially. Uh, um, but uh, those songs, I, you know, they're definitely, um, they're personal. I, I really like Counterpoint. I know that, you, you know, you're also offering a, a reward related to writing a, a song in Counterpoint. But uh, the thing I like about that is that, you know, it, it, it sounded like you probably had a an idea, let's write a song in Counterpoint, but it wasn't, uh, the song doesn't suffer because you're trying to shoehorn that concept into the song. You just happen to write a song in counterpoint, and um, it ties nicely together. And so, um, I think you know there's a lot of uh, really good kids music being made, um, but sometimes that goes under the radar. But I think the the readers of of my main website and uh, readers who appreciate you know. Uh, thoughtful music for all ages, I think, are going to definitely be interested in this project. So you had noted, I think, somewhere here on the project that y you guys weren't necessarily thinking of doing a lot of um, live shows, and you're... Um, or, or you are, but you're, you're sort of taking it slow at this point? Um, yeah, I, I think that actually is the more that, that's that's pretty accurate. We as as Girly Man, uh, you know, the the band was basically on tour without more than a month off for eight eight or nine ten years, you know, essentially. And so, and a year on the road is sort of like a a, a dog year, isn't it? <laughs> it feels like seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And so it's 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 the kind of thing. I mean, I I think you know at first we're looking at playing local shows in Atlanta where we live, and and then and then maybe moving out after that. But but right now this is a, we're really just focusing on the album and and making this the best album that we can. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think that uh, listeners, I, I I wanted to make sure that you, dear listeners, found out more about this project. And so I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to talk with the wonderful three members of, of Django Jones this morning. That would be Doris Murnamatsu, Nate Borofsky, and J.J. Jones. Uh, guys, if they want to find out more about this project uh, beyond just the Kickstarter uh, link, where can they go to find out more about y'all? All right, the website is djangojonesband.com. So that's B J A N G O J O N E S B A N D. <laughs> great, great. And uh, you have about, uh, as I look at this, about 10 days to go with this. You guys are more than halfway there, which uh, I think is is good for a Kickstarter project, but obviously you guys need a little more help to take it over the top. So uh, again, uh, if you haven't,
pledge to the project, I encourage you to go take a look. And uh, if what you see and hear interests you, definitely uh, give them a pledge and help bring this new band into existence and this new album out into the world. So, uh, again, the three of you guys, three of y'all, thank you so very much for taking the time to talk to me today and uh listeners thanks again for listening if you have any questions please shoot me an email zooglobal at earthlink.net or and or if you subscribe in pot in to the podcast in itunes please rate review and download thanks again talk to y'all soon bye